What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are in the heart of the universe. That's Clarendon. We've got passerbyers looking into the window. The beautiful window that Studio 1A has here in downtown Arlington, Virginia in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for another episode of Pace the Nation. And this one, I don't have to check my cheat sheet because I know we are one away from 200. This is episode 199. A big show to get to on episode 199. And I've got a, the full crew intact here across from me. Of course, it's Tess Strike. Tess, how are you? Hey, Chris. I'm good. I'm loving the countdown. <laughs> the countdown. We are almost officially here. I don't know what we're going to do after we get to 200. But uh, big show today. Big show for 200 as well. Uh and then, of course, to my left, before we get into all that, our other co-host is William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? If anybody wants to know what our recording schedule is, just go to U.S. <laughs> soccer, right. find out when do the U.S. women play in the World Cup, and those are the only days that Farley's able to record. <laughs> I, I just realized I that know. today, because we're recording on Friday, and that's when their next game is. Is that and true? And they played today, and we're recording <laughs> today, crazy. and they played on Thursday, and we recorded Thursday. It's because we're now the number one running <laughs> show with a soccer update. Yes, exactly. Thank you. I didn't have to say it. You, Farley uh, is too cheap to get cable, so he <laughs> right. schedules these things. Things so that we could give him the game yes. recap. Yeah, I do play wanna, by play. I do want to get the game recap. Fortunately, there is another game Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was worried. Spoiler that there, there, for anybody who recorded the game. <laughs> I was worried there might not be, uh, but we are recording here on Monday, June twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. The soccer team, the U.S. women's soccer team, has won their match against Spain Correct. and has moved on. I do know that much, but you guys are going to have to fill me in with all the other particulars. Uh, it is one of those shows where we recorded right at we're recording right after we recorded, or mm-hmm. we ha- we d- we haven't gotten deep into the week. All I do is record and <laughs> record episodes of Pace Nation, and then edit pe- yes. episodes of Pace Nation. My favorite time of the week is when the edit is done, the show is posted, and there's no more work to be well, done. We, we, I am not getting that. No, break. you're not. <laughs> well, we are we are cramming because I'm going to be on vacation next week. Mm-hmm. We wanted to. To get episode 200 uh, in, and that's going to be a great show. We'll touch on what we're doing on episode 200 later on today's program, but we've got a big show to get to today. Uh, Excited today to be joined in studio by somewhat of a marathoning maniac. Uh, Ted Hobart's going to join us. Uh, He's done, I believe, 50 marathons in all 50 states. He's done way more than 50 marathons in 50 states. I believe he goes He's by... He's done 60 marathons in 60 <laughs> states. I believe he goes by uh, the name George in his marathons. I'm not sure why. We'll ask him about that. He, he oftentimes finishes as the last finisher... Uh, I wonder if he's run into our uh, last week's guest, mm-hmm. um, finishing last Probably. In the marathon. Probably. I uh, suspect they have. Uh, we'll have to ask him about that. But he also just finished 10 marathons in 10 days, and he's got Ted's beer stand that he's going to tell us all about. Um, he's a craft brewery, uh, or craft brew connoisseur of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you. And <laughs> I think he might think I am uh, one. Uh, I mentioned to him that uh, Docs and I have. Listen, everybody, 
This guy thinks that Farley's a craft beer connoisseur. Let's nobody say right. anything, okay? Can we all agree? Well, I, I all brought of our listeners. I brought in a um, a sampling of my uh, my favorite craft beer. Well, this is a fine Pilsner beer, mm-hmm. uh, a Miller Lite. You literally just read that off the label. <laughs> I, I call it. Well, I call it what it is: a fine Pilsner beer. Uh, a so, perfectly <laughs> adequate. <laughs> well, Ted's gonna. Ted's going to probably argue uh, more in your your uh, your side of the argument that it is in fact beer, <laughs> not processed, not manufactured beer. Uh, so Ted is actually going to maybe bring in a sampling of of beers for us tonight. If, on, on if that's the case, why don't we just skip to the interview? Right, right. Well, what, what are we talking about? Here? I know, I know. We we could we could we will get to the beer. Do I have to find uh, out about your babysitting for three hours? <laughs> oh, please! Did you knock off another door? No, 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 not not on the agenda today. But I'm glad we are getting to the agenda. I did want to get to the agenda. Uh, nothing uh, babysitting related uh, here, but I can add that if time allows. I know everybody would love that. Um, We've got a couple things um, that I wanted to, t- to talk about. Uh, World Cup update. Tess is going to give us the uh, the update of the game. Uh, Docs is also going to give us an update on him being on WTOP to talk about the game. Everybody probably already knows that. They right. probably already heard that interview. Prob- probably. Uh, mm-hmm. I also want to talk about one of uh, Docs's biggest fears that came uh to 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 be at the Leadville race, the Leadville Ultra Marathon, uh, this pe- past race. I'm not sure if it's one of his biggest fears or my biggest dreams. One of his biggest dreams. We'll we'll talk about that. Um, the Run Washington editor Charlie he did a workout with one of our previous guests. I wanted to to touch on that, and we have a scooter update. Big you, big big scooter update. You set the table, but there's so much mystery to it too. Yes yes. So. I don't know what we want to what we want to start with um, before we get to our guest Ted because we usually do cover one of the topics, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think it's appropriate because I'm most interested in the World Cup update. Mm-hmm. So let, let let's start there and 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 I saw Docs on on uh, this guy from social media uh, WTOP social media today. Um, he and Kathy were uh, pictured. And his posts from earlier today. I should have shaved. Uh, so I, I want to know <laughs> I thought about. Thought it was just going to be radio. I want to know about that, but I want to want to start with with the game. So okay. it was a close game. It was. I was worried because I was just following it. Uh, I, it's not that I don't have the, the cable. I was mm-hmm. working and Too following cheap. it, <laughs> um, but I, I saw it was one to one for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are and correct. This is this is the stage of the world cup where if they lose they're out correct wow so uh tell me about the game i mean uh this was uh a little closer than than they had hoped right i think it was closer than they had hoped but i don't think the game was out of control okay um i think they had a lot of opportunities early on that they did not capitalize on Mm -hmm. you know a lot of near misses kind of just off target okay so it kept you really engaged but i don't think spain had that same level of opportunity so even though the score was relatively level i think the level of opportunity was still so you 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 were pretty you sound confident i was still sweating okay but i wasn't because a free goal could you know put them out of the tournament Mm -hmm. a free Mm -hmm. goal tied the game a free goal okay so this is the first time the u.s i've been counting Mm -hmm. and it's getting 13 to nothing four to nothing i believe it was two to nothing 
and now it's two to one. The level of competition is okay. All right, as all it right. does you in a tournament. It. All right, uh, yeah. All right. That, so you think they're going to tie their next game? <laughs> right. I feel like they're going to tie. It's going to be a tie in the next gonna, game. Yeah. yeah although and then both be. teams advance and they <laughs> play together. <laughs> uh, I know there can't be ties. Although there'll be thirty-three it, women it is, on the <laughs> field, twenty-two of them <laughs> against eleven. <laughs> it is weird. I see like. There's one game, uh, I believe it was Australia and Norway. That was a great game. It was. It says one to one, and then Correct. in parentheses it says. Well, because it goes to uh, penalty kicks. Penalty kicks. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and the result of the match is a tie, and okay. then the the advanced is is decided by penalty kicks. <laughs> well, I'm going to be a so- <laughs> I'm going to be a soccer expert by the end of this tournament. You'll thanks get to you there. guys. Um, so that mm-hmm. may I, I that makes sense to me. So. You, the U.S. moves on. Uh, Docs, Docs, you were at your normal uh, spot, watering hole, uh, here in Arlington. Four courts. Four courts. Yeah. Um, we've had Dave from Four Courts on this program yeah, before. Yeah, I see him every day at the yeah. uh, thing. Every yeah, every day. Every day. Uh, Docs, you might have a problem if you're over there <laughs> seeing him every day. Uh, but you do go to all the games there. Uh, Kathy, well, I've been to the last two there. Last, last two. Okay, mm-hmm. Kathy goes to the games there. All right, so WTOP reporter Mike Marillo was there, and I see some pictures of you guys. Uh, it looks like you and Docs, you and Kathy, Mikey Lynch, and uh, Matt McKenna, super fans there at Four Courts. A little worried in the first picture, excited in the next picture, celebrating as you guys pulled ahead. And then you guys were interviewed later on. Well, I was interviewed at halftime half and then okay. interviewed uh, at, after the match. All right. Well, I've 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 contacted Mike. I I I'm I've asked him to send me because I tuned in to WTOP but didn't hear uh, I I think it was too late for the interview. Uh, so uh, I've 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 contacted Mike and I'm hopeful that he'll send me the interview. Um, as a as a podcasting professional, I'm uh-huh. sure you thought it went really well. I did well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well. All right, I, I really want to get it now, so we can like play it in the the end. Maybe we could play oh, it as an a, Easter egg. As an Easter egg or something. If we like get that. it, if we get it, okay, uh, we'll play it as the Easter egg. All right, we've got a week yeah. until this podcast actually gets because I really. So you you're pretty confident it went well. Yeah. Um, you probably had a craft brew or two beforehand. So I didn't you're drink still, today. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No. All right, so you're, you're confident it went well. Okay. I, I have a lot of stuff that I needed to get done today. Um, well, uh, I, I'm and, and Kathy was on it as well, right? She was. I yeah. want that both both of those in the Easter egg. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, if you're listening, um, please send us the, the. If he's listening, then he missed getting it on this show. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> that's a good point, Mike. Hopefully, Mike came. Thank through. you, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Mike. I don't know the rights of getting it or not, but anyways. also you don't really understand the space time continuum. I don't, but that's two hundred episodes of mm-hmm. not figuring that out. One hundred ninety nine. One hundred ninety nine. Good, good point. Uh, so excited that the uh, that the the, the team uh, continues to to roll on and they play Friday. Um, I believe you guys won't have the same mojo over there at. Uh, no, Four Kathy Courts is ditching she's, us. She's leaving town. You know, Kathy even has extra tickets to it, to the games in France. Wow, uh, and and she still didn't invite me. Well, you know what? I'm, it's funny, funny you mentioned that. The reason why she didn't invite you is because she got fifteen hundred euros for one of her tickets today, mm-hmm. which Shoot. is I know crazy. I don't know what the tr- I don't know what she's the, got good seats. I, I don't know what the translation of euros to dollars is. It's like seventeen hundred bucks. <sighs> That's I, I better think, than you did for your final four. Tickets. You could have done so much better on wow. your final four tickets. Wow, I mean. Tickets. 
That's crazy. And I think it was probably, I mean, I think she probably bought it for like 60 euro or something like oh, they're that. They're cheap. Yeah. If you, if you so, win the lottery to get the tickets, they're cheap. I mean, the fact that I, I would imagine the fact that the U.S. winning made her a lot of money today because they're probably not. not you guys tell me. Is Spain well, on the open be, market? Is could be French. I mean, the France, uh, the tickets that she's got uh, also see France in, in the quarters and the okay. semis. All right. Well, and so maybe she's maybe she's uh, getting some cash from some local. All right. Could could be. Well. All right. Well, hopefully uh, we have another good result to report on uh, on Friday as we record again episode 200. But we're not going to even hear about that until like weeks, weeks later. Yeah. Too much behind the scenes stuff that you guys aren't uh, privy to. Yeah. Aren't privy to or care about. All right. But what you do care about is our next guest. Um, really, he's a great guy. Uh, longtime Pacers supporter. Uh, he's a marathon maniac. He's done, I would say, close to 100 marathons. Many, many marathons. Many, many marathons. The latest thing he did was 10 marathons, 10 days. Set up Ted's beer stand, which was widely popular. Ted Hobart's going to tell us all about it next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Tess and Docs, we are excited to be joined in studio by four beers. Well, four beers and our guest, Ted Hobart. Ted, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Well, I'm sorry that I I led with the beers, but I was kind of really excited about these beers. Um, Very colorful beers here. Um, we will tweet out pictures. Tess, that's you got how, some pictures. Done. That's yes. how Farley judges a beer by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> colorful, I'd say, yeah, colorful beers in well, the I'm fact just, that like the, Pete, that, yeah, that the, the actual you're labels. You're talking about the labels. Right, 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 like, exactly. Well, you know, I don't know what you mean when you say right, colorful. Good point, good it's point. St. Patrick's green beer. Yeah, no, exactly. Not necessarily colored beers in that sense. But, you know, Char- Charlie said, you know, if, if I brought beer in. Yeah, yeah, Chris would love it. So. Oh, I, I absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He's a hundred percent correct. Um, so uh, let's let's talk about that. A lot to talk to Ted about. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. Ted's running, how he got into running, his fifty marathons in in all fifty states. He's got. I said close to 100. He's done 88 marathons. We're going to talk about that, and then we're going to, of course, talk about Ted's beer stand after these 10 marathons in 10 days. But before we did that, before we do all that, I got to clear up. Um, a misconception? A little bit. A little mm-hmm. bit. So I brought in, unfortunately, Ted, this is my favorite beer. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I saw that when I, I heard it. I was like, oh, my God. I, I know. I know you're disappointed. Um, I, I am. It's It's been no secret on this show, Docs, that I am a big Miller Lite fan. Uh, they're not the sponsors, but uh, no. I am a big Miller Lite fan. And I know that flies in the face of... Everything we've ever held dear. I know. Or, or probably everything. So I am a fan of, of beer, for sure. No, you're not. Uh, Do- Docs, and I, Docs and I are um, part owners of a brewery. So we obviously are. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Random Row Brewery. Wow. And we're not afraid to you know yeah. throw them out as a sponsor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Random Row Brewery it's in Charlottesville. Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville. You got to get Whoa. next time you're in Tasting Charlottesville. Room. Definitely. Yeah. Great spot to run there, obviously. You probably done races there or a marathon there i actually have not you have not well, you, you can should. do the charlottesville 10 miler <laughs> yeah. in the spring that's a great yeah. race but it's but probably so, too short for you yeah that's that's true yeah there is miles. There, there is a there Good is a marathon up. but I, I am a big fan of beer breweries uh love love all types of beer but for some reason i've always been just drawn to the fine pilsner that is miller light 
So would that still be considered the champagne of beers? No, that's a it's different a little beer. less a than that, beer. right? Yeah, it's a different <laughs> beer. But 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 let's talk about the beers you brought in here quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather do that. Yeah, let's do that. So um, real real brewery like craft breweries. Um, so tell us about each of these four beers. We will tweet out pictures of them uh, at Pace the Nation. Well, the first one uh, I actually got in Pennsylvania on my way up to uh, New Jersey. It was called. Uh, um, Fog Monster. It's a NEPA. Okay. Uh, NEPA stands for a New England style IPA. Um, that sound is you buying that beer. Yeah, I'm cracking, <laughs> I'm cracking it open. Ted's got some uh, tasters for all of us. Okay. All right. And um, and so it's a. It was actually it was very. Um, I would how would I say um, it was serendipity because I bought it and there was a huge storm and I had to drive up to New Jersey. And there was this incredible amounts of fog, and by the time I got to my, uh, you know, cheap motel, uh, it was the, the first beer I had mm-hmm. um, prior to my race. Okay. So, all right. Um, so you're out there drinking before your marathons? Oh, all the time. <laughs> before, during, <laughs> after. Um, it, it is a, uh, it's it's a tasty beer. Are you smelling it? Mm-hmm. I think um, I'm glad you just poured two glasses for yourself. It's a tasty beer. I, I think you smell it. I think that's what people do. I don't know. Um, but anyways, it is a very yeah, tasty and it's okay. in a, a vanish uh, taster glass. That's that's a Virginia cool. Virginia brewery. All right. So. Fantastic. Let's cheers. Uh, let's cheers to the fir- cheers. first beer. Cheers. OK, so we're uh, we're tasting the first beer. Now, I want you to keep t- – because we, we can't – I just don't want to spend too much time on all the beers because right. a lot of running right. stuff to talk to. Mm-hmm. So um, second beer is – is a It's a uh, sour ale. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't consider it to be a, um, a goes, but it's definitely a sour ale. Okay. Oh, that's um, right up my alley. It's got Italian plum. It's sort of dry hopped. Okay. Um, it's from uh, Stillwater Artesian uh, Brewery. It's yeah. also absolutely beautiful. Yes. It looks like uh, the French women's uniform that <laughs> <laughs> okay. they wore yesterday. All right. And then the next one, I know this brand. Yeah. So Three Notch. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. It up makes the great beer. Us. This is a s'mores uh, imperial stout. It's okay. really creamy. Um, is that a frog on it? No, it's a s'mores. Lots a of, uh, you know, you know, deep, you know, deep uh, caramelization, really good uh, beer. It, it's It's got a very high AVB, too, so... Where did, where'd you get the bottle? Uh, where did I get that? Um, where did I get that at? Oh, it's the uh, brew shop uh, in um, in Courthouse. Okay. Wow. So yeah, I go there. I go there periodically. They got some great great beers on. He's asking for inside distributor. <laughs> okay. All right, and, and then, then actually, I, I got this last. I got this yesterday after the Nats game. Um, it's at Blue Jacket uh, Brewery. Right, which is and right there next to Pacers. That's local. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and very cool. Uh, the Rainbow is is a fantastic beer. Like fantastic. that's really uh, cool. Yeah. Now, did they do this for Pride Month or? You know, I don't know. Um, Interesting. Okay, very cool. Um, I didn't know they had cans there at Blue Jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. they very do cool. sell cans. Uh, it's like a lot of different styles. Beer. Very cool. Okay. All right. Well, we will be tasting all these beers during our um, throughout during the, show. the show. And then I wanted uh, at the. At the end, I wanted to blind taste. Uh, I wanted to blindfold Ted and see if he could taste the difference between. Uh, I bet he can. They're very distinct. <laughs> and you're going to open your light beer, right? Yeah. Well, I wanted to see if he can oh, if think. he can d- differentiate between 
his beers and okay. my beer. A pilsner sure. and a challenge. And a, and challenge sour. accepted. Yep. All right. So so Ted is a, a veteran marathoner. Um, you uh, have run eighty eight. How did you get into running? Well, it's, um, I um, I basically was in two thousand three. I broke my leg. I mm-hmm. slipped on some black ice in in DC. I was working as a chef, mm-hmm. and at that point in time, I realized I didn't hadn't really done anything physical in my life, hmm. and so I kept seeing these signs that say, you know, we'll train train you to run a, your first marathon. Um, it was a training program, and you um, never done any sports or anything. Well, I mean, I was a football player in okay. high school yeah. at what school it. though we're burying the um lead. washington lee high school oh man wow. <laughs> uh, uh, new york t- wow. class of 86 yeah. graduate there you go okay all right rival high school to uh yorktown but okay all right fair enough Fine. yeah so then i did the training program um i didn't know what to expect but i it was a lot of uh you know uh, you know you know running as a team but also mm-hmm. individual pacing yourself uh um, you know, you know, learning how to eat, you know eat right, things like that, and and so in 2004, I ran my first marathon wow. in New Orleans. It was the Mardi Gras marathon. Yep. Um, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to mile 19. I thought I was you know dragging like a dead log behind me. That was my leg, you know. And um, my my coaches were like, just walk it out. And um, you know, I tell this story a lot. It's like when I got to mile 25. I just knew I was going to run another one. Wow, it was just cool. like I just had this like spirit. Like this is this is a, a cool sport. I really feel good about this. Yeah, and you, you're often one of the final finishers, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. you know, and that's you're totally fine with that. You own that. I'm right? totally fine with that. Yeah, yeah actually, really I'm, cool. I mean, I guess the first time I you know finished last was um, was was not early on in my running career. But, you know, I was still in my 30s, so, you know, by the time I turned 40, you know, metabolism, you right. know, kicked in. I said, you know, where did that come from, you know? Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it was um, – I think the, the first three marathons I did were um, with the training program, so it really gave me the tools to, uh, you know, to, to run the marathon. And Well, la- and, uh, la- last week's guest we had was Laura Mazur, who finished last at the Pittsburgh Marathon. Inspiring story that she told. Whole, I don't know if you saw that. That no. she, she she held hands with somebody finishing last place and inspired thousands of runners through a viral video. Uh, so cool. uh, interesting that we have you know two kind of sort of. I, I don't want to. You I guys don't should race each other. We're called back of the back, pack. I didn't want to offend. Yeah, back of yeah, the pack. Yeah, we, we we like to plod along. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but she she had a very uh, interesting take on the bus. Yes. Do you, have you ever dealt with the bus at the back of the pack? Yes. You are um, familiar. I, with I the was bus? swept. I've been I've been swept once. It was at the Komen uh, uh, mm-hmm. race for a cure down in uh, Jacksonville, and it was because it, they canceled the race. Oh, got it. So okay. it was about mile twenty-one. Okay. Uh, we tried to run through the uh, police, but you know, blockades, <laughs> and eventually they just blocked us with like these buses, and uh, we couldn't go through. It's a low speed chase, <laughs> so, right? You know, a lot of us runners, we, you know, we, we can still run this. No doubt, it's lightning thunder. We, with yeah, them. we we'll, don't care. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. Yeah. Um, so uh, you 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 were hooked after your first one, and when did you decide to do you know fifty and fifty states? It wasn't until San Francisco in two thousand seven. Okay. Um, 
I had I had never run anything out. You know, everything was on the East Coast. I decided to go out to uh, San Francisco, um, and primarily it was because uh, Dean Carnese's was mm-hmm. speaking at that race. Oh wow! I wanted to run my first ultra marathon, and so I had bought his book. I wanted to get his signature and get his advice, and so I went out there for that marathon. Great marathon. Totally recommend it. Um, and uh, and so at the expo, I met with with Dean. We were chatting. It was great. I uh, walked around this expo, and I saw this like uh, booth with this you know crusty sign and some you know real you know interesting characters. Authentic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it was a fifty state. You know, it was fifty state marathon club, and and there was people there with like you know wiry hair and real <laughs> you know funky looking, and and I asked them. I said, I said, what is this thing? And they were like, oh, we run a marathon in every U.S. state, and we travel around the country, and we get discounts, and yeah. you know, blah blah blah, and. And I remember walking around, uh, walking away, sort of, you know, circling to my head going, oh, these guys are really crazy. Who would yeah. run a marathon <laughs> in every U.S. Right. state? That's just so crazy, you know? And so it wasn't until um, the Rocket uh, City Marathon uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, that, you know, later that, that uh, winter in uh, December, that I actually saw so many people with, like, 50, you know, 50 yeah, state gear. And I met I met up with this guy, um, Larry Macon. I'm sure you've heard of Larry Macon. Yep. Yeah, and, um, and so Larry told me about the 50 State Marathon Club, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's just – little too extreme for me i don't know about that and, and um he said you should come to this this new inaugural race it's the mississippi blues in jackson mississippi we're all going to be there and i thought okay why not it was the first time i'd ever run uh, a marathon the next month it was in january right and so i went down there a bunch of 50 staters were there they said hey all you have to do is run you know 10 10 marathons in 10 different states and at the time, I had only done, you know, four. I'd done six marathons total, but only in four states. They said, "All you need is six, six more states." I was like, "Oh, I have a right. goal. I have a goal to do." Then you're, you know? and then like, you're I part of the club, it. and then you get yeah. benefits from being in the club. And I love the fact yeah. that fifty yeah. state club lets you get in at ten <laughs> states. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? That's true. And so that was that was well, two thousand eight, and I decided that year I was going to run eight marathons. I had wow. only run maybe two marathons back-to-back months you were just saying, just right. just in a year you right. know um and so it was just like a big it was a big deal that's for me a big undertaking wow. and eight marathons in a year that's that's a lot know, wow like, i mean well, I'm at, like this year i'm only doing 22 marathons right right, right. It was okay. <laughs> we'll get into we'll, we'll get into that um so uh tell us like it just seems like a logistical like I mean, because you got a job, you got a life here in D.C., and like it just seems very hard to logistically do what you fifty states and yeah the amount of time that you did it and money yeah and money yeah and <laughs> right. it's expensive right yeah I mean so it's it, I mean it did it took me twelve years to accomplish mm-hmm. um, all fifty states um, and you think about it the first four years I had only done six marathons right. in four states so, and so those the eight last years. Yeah, yeah, eight years I did all of those races. It was like, wow. I mean, 2013 was my banner year. I I'd run um, 16 marathons in 16 different states in one year. Wow, so that's crazy. That was like, a, that was incredible. I mean, and so yeah, so logistically you have to really you have to really plan out your 
um, your year and you know figure out the um, registration, the lodging, the airfare. Um, if you can double up over a weekend, you can get you know two states and, and oh. I did that. I did that five years ago. I did the Bear Lake double. Um, you got you know Idaho and Utah in one weekend. So you're getting like a little fun. sneaky about it. Wow. Okay. So you know, you and do that's one actually, Saturday and one Sunday. Okay. You know, and that's actually you know um, that same year I did three marathons in nine days. So there was you know it's economical, wow. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so t- t- I've seen you run under the the, the name George. Is your name is your name George? It or, is. Okay, so your yeah. name's George. Okay, George so, Edward Hobart. Okay, all right. Okay, so I, I saw something that Charlie did, and it said George. So okay. So yeah, that and that's only because my credit card says George. Okay, on got it, it. Right, got it. Okay. And so there was some confusion early when I was registering for races, and I would say Ted, right, and then they'd be like, oh, uh, oh, but your credit card says George, right. and they and they couldn't process the uh, registration, right. So I just you know said okay. When I'm doing the marathon, it's always going to say George. Got it. Okay. George George is your personality that runs. Right. Yes. <laughs> Ted <laughs> drinks beer. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. So let's get to uh, – so what – 10 marathons, 10 days – um, you know, we had uh, Michael Wardian on this program uh, not too long ago, but he did it, and and he did it throughout all the continents, and then finished up with three marathons here in D.C. It was just a logistical challenge and very hard to oh, do. I right? go with fiasco. Oh, fiasco is probably a better. But term. it was an incredible journey yeah, to, an, an to incredible, follow. I mean, incredible wow. journey for him. So, how did you pull it off? Because, like Tess said, it is a fiasco. It's true. I mean, I mean, all when all of us were standing there at the start of this ten day, we all looked at each other and were like, "What the hell were we thinking? Mm-hmm. Why did we sign up for this?" So crazy there was a race? group of, group of you who were doing yeah. There was eighteen of us who okay. were doing the ten day. I mean, backtrack a, a little bit. Yeah. You know, when I was talking about the Bear Lake Double five years ago. You know, I swore up and down I'd never run a double again. It was those things were awful. Right. But then I signed up for a, a ten day. Like really, yeah. that's five I mean, that's doubles by really my math. Weird. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, we were all in the same boat um, in that that you know prospect. I thought there was no one there um, that had ever you know done a ten day race. And so we were all we all felt the same way. Uh, it, it's it's easy to sort of say in a double you have two days mm-hmm. that you're running. But to sort of mentally to think that far ahead that you have another eight days of running, yeah, it, it's just it, it just yeah. boggles the mind. I just that, I, right? I still like right, right, right. You know, like, and so um, and so I'll be honest with you. After the first two days, you know, because I had only done mentally, I'd only done two marathons, you know, back to back. I almost quit. Yeah, I I was like I was hurting. I. Uh, mentally, physically, I had blisters all over my feet, in between wow. my toes. The first two days were just excruciatingly hot. Um, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I just didn't, you know, have the the ability to to start an, a, the third one. And it was just a mental thing because I knew I could do a third marathon, but um, I, I was spent. And actually. You know that that third day, I actually took a zero. I actually went to the the uh, race director and I said, "I'm going to take a zero for the day because I can't do it." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, well, you know what? 
you still have to set up the beer stand. Right. right. <laughs> Sorry. So, well, beer, beer so, so w- the marathons are taking place where? Where are these marathons? That you okay. So it's at the uh, Sussex County Fairgrounds okay. in Augusta, New Jersey. And, and it was the same course every single day? Every single day. Every it's single a mo- day. Okay. One mile um, loop, loop around course. this. Yeah. So 26 Yeah. And it loops. wasn't a complete a circle. Right. It was had, you know, so, and, and there was like... You know, pavement. There was crushed gravel. Yeah, there was a, a wow. little bit of like grass. Uh, wow. But for the most part, I mean, it was all well lit. You didn't have to run with a headlamp or anything like that. Um, and, so you're you know, running you know, bathrooms. I had showers. Yeah. You know, you could, we camped out. You know, in yeah. a tent. And um, wow. And uh, so, I mean, if you think about it. The first two days really hot. The the middle four days, it, the temperature dropped. It was about 39 degrees, maybe 40 degrees, torrential rain. I mean, it rained relentlessly for four days. Wow. It was just cold and damp, and and it was just like, I mean, talk about misery. Right. When, you, when you have to wake up every morning and put on those shoes and and go out there and Do run another again. one. Yeah. It was just like, wow. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, the blisters part. Um, you know, oh, can you treat them there? And so at that at that point, it's just I kept running. I, I would have to run on my blisters, and they would pop, and and then they would heal slightly while you form running. again. Right. And it was just like you know, by the time I was done with the ten marathons, you know, my feet were had like an extra layer Callous. of leather <laughs> on the bottom. You know, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so you you um, are are feeling like you're done at day three. So did you run that? I did. You did run that. So you I ended did. up running the race. And I okay. blame it on the beer. Okay. In so. fact, I I posted on on Facebook. See, the fa- Facebook was great because you know, I could post about the the beer stand, and there was a lot of runners who hadn't hadn't a- arrived for their races, um, and so. Um, and, and there was 250 runners over the course of 10 days. There was a lot of different, you know, uh, distances that were were yeah. being participated. Yeah. And so I blo- I blog on Facebook about you know the next beer stand and things like that. And that 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 third day, um, I I wrote I think the beer gave me wings. And, <laughs> I, and it was at 11:30 at night. I went back to my uh, tent. I put on my shoes. And by midnight, I was out there running. Um, the, you know, it was actually the next day. So wow! So you yeah. could, so you could do the marathons whenever you wanted to do the marathons. Yeah, right? I could do it because yeah. I got a special exception. Everyone okay. else was doing cumulative miles. Got it. Over the course of ten days, I needed, you know, I needed the marathons for my one hundred mile. Got it. One hundred marathon, marathon challenge. And so it was economical for me to do ten marathons in a row. Got it. As yeah. opposed to doing all the airfare and oh, you know, yeah. all that's just like really expensive. How, 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 how long are these marathons taking you, each marathon? Uh, my fastest marathon over the course of 10 days was uh, n- uh, like 9 hours and 17 minutes. Okay. Uh, the slowest was 14 hours and 52 minutes. So how, <laughs> how much are you, you said you started a marathon at midnight once. I mean, how much are you sleeping and is there any consistent sleep? Well, that's what happened. And so I started running that, that, that it was on the fourth day I ran my third marathon. And so I kind of got into that late night, early morning pattern. 
um, which you know was fine with me because it was cooler right. and um, it was quieter. And, and what time of year was this? This was last month. This was right? last month. Yeah. 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 Okay. And it was it, it was interesting because I maybe self consciously I thought. Well, nobody could really see me, you know, know, running these slow races. And, um, you know, of course, you know, a lot of people like in in the training, um, they would say, oh, come up with a mantra. You know, it's like the mantras I came up with are all really boring. (laughs) And so so my mantras to keep me motivated was uh, I, I don't listen to music at all. I don't listen to you know, you know, um, you know earbuds or anything right. like that. Um, I basically went through all of my you know memory of all the Grateful Dead shows that I've seen in my <laughs> lifetime, and I've seen sixty nine of them. And you remember and, all of them? And yeah. so I did like serious air guitar of all these great shows, you know, from wow. the seventies and the eighties. Yeah, and so that kept, actually kept me going. You know, like a that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, what also kept you going, obviously, was the beer stand. So yeah. the Ted's beer stand. I mean, I was just checking it out on Facebook, Ted. I mean, this thing caught like fire. It was like a, it, it, it was going like viral. How many comments and and how many people were looking forward to oh, it? Yeah. Uh, so when did you have the idea for it? And tell us like how do, how do you set it up and what? Yeah, take us through that process. I mean, like like I said, I, I originally wanted to you know do some cooking. Restrict right. said no, and but then then I you know suggested hey I'll start you know a, a beer stand outside my tent, mm-hmm. and he said oh, I love the beer stand idea. Uh, why don't you set it up you know closer to where I'm doing the timing so I can you know. Quaff some beers right, and right. make it look like I'm working. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> and you know, like the race director is a real big, you know, yeah. you know, beer head as well. Right, so. Okay. And um, and so you know, so Rick said, "Let's do that." And so that's what I did. And so he gave me you know space in in the uh, the walk-in cooler for all the beers. I had like a I had a shelf just for the beer stand. And when people heard about it, and they were coming from all over the country, they would say, "I'm going to go to my local brewery and bring a six pack. We can you know." You know, so they're bringing their own beer. Wow. Yeah, okay. and they were like, you know, and so there was like some random road beer. Man, okay, yeah. if only. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, you know, a lot, a lot of my uh, my friends said at the end, it's like, Ted, did you end up with more beer to take home than you? <laughs> That's like, I with. totally did. You know, wow. Like, yeah, but it was fun. They, um, a lot of New Jersey beers I'd never even heard of, and and um, you know, Rick, uh, you know, brought brought a lot of those, and he was he was really excited. I think it was really interesting because I think the the beer stand sort of, um, for for some people, they were like naturally inclined. Oh, I love drinking beer. Other people were like, oh, I don't right. know about this, you know. But by the sixth, seventh, eighth day, some of those people <laughs> were like, well, you know what? This actually might help me out because yeah. it can't hurt me, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say by the sixth or seventh or eighth beer. Yeah. yeah. They were right. on board. And, I'm on board um, with a lot of stuff yeah, after the sixth, yeah, seventh, exactly. or eighth beer. And there were some hashers that showed up just yeah. to like, you know, you know, entertain the crowd. So it was fun. Wow. Um, so uh, t- tell me like how the beer stand works. So you have it outside. There's a one mile loop. You have it outside sort of the timing area. Now, are people taking them as they're running the races? They're uh, like a they, water stop, no, like a water stop, right? Not really. No, they would have to come over to the you know picnic table or the uh, or the you know table that was set up, mm-hmm. and it, and that's I think that was the coolest thing is because people actually sat down. You know, they'll you know eat their like cheeseburger at midnight, right. or, and then have you know have a uh, uh, a beer. I think it was a lot of it was 
you felt like you're part of a, a community, right? And so when you're all running together, you're just relaxing and drinking beer and, and and enjoying. Some people would come by. I I don't. I never drink a beer. Like I'll have a little sipping and and I'll see you at the the next round. And before so, you know it, I mean, there were some competitors there. I mean, there was a guy who ran, you know, all you know, all close to seven hundred and fifty miles of it. 10-day period wow. he was running all the time that's almost 75 miles a day that's like wow yeah so um but it was great i mean there's a lot of other people who are like oh where's the wine you know stand you know <laughs> right, like, right and so we were thinking well we'll have to do a wine stand next year but but yeah no beer was definitely uh, a popular um the stand itself it was so um grassroots I would say that's that's a great way of saying it. it was like we just lined up the beers and just you know would pour the beers and, and people would come and are they all out at all hours all the time no it so, was only like a set time okay so people like knew Ted's when the beer stand was open and, and from- that's you know and I tell people said you know the object was you know after my marathon I would have the beer stand and I'd go to sleep right but I was running so slow at some of those things some of those times where I had only run maybe you know eleven or twelve miles, and ever and the and Rick and said you gotta set up the beer stand. People were ready for it. <laughs> I set up the beer stand, and then I had then to run another. <laughs> right after, I'm envisioning like what's the what's the festival? I, I, I was looking at trying to figure out what the fe- like Bonnaroo. What's the other like three day festival? Like, you got a lot of options. Yeah. So are you talking it, about Coachella? Coachella. Yeah. Some Glastonbury. of those. Okay. So I feel like this is sort of that sort of vibe. You brought the Grateful Dead show. Yeah. Are you talking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you talking about Burning Man? Burning Man. Burning yeah, Man. I feel like right. this is like Burning Man for runners. Like you come, you come to this 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 festival. You're running, and you can run as much as you want. And people are running. You said that he ran 700 miles. Oh, over seven. It was, over like, it was almost miles, 750 over, t- over, yeah. t- over 10 days yeah. and then you have this celebration area with the beer stand yeah i mean and. it's 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 genius um how can we bring that to dc like or, or maybe we just everybody goes up to to, to new jersey where and they you, can, you travel for festivals you yeah. gotta well, go you know, the, to the mountain yeah i, I think the, we get a bus yeah, we get the, a bus and go you to should jersey. definitely yeah. go up to the new jersey it's yeah. called the the marathon series is you know, title is called Three Days at the Fair. Okay. So Three Days at the Fair for 10 days, though. <laughs> right. But that was, and it's not See, a fair. That was the thing. This was, it's not this a was, fair, Farley. This was the 10th year anniversary of that event. And so they did a one-time uh, 10 days at the fair. Wow. And, um, and next year, it'll be a one-time 11 days at the fair. Right. Yeah. I'll well, that's, I mean, really, uh, the one of the uh, race directors said, you know, you know, don't, don't even, uh, don't even kid yourself at 15... Uh, the 15th anniversary, we're not going to do 15 days at the fair. Right, Everyone was right. like, oh, really? Because <laughs> right, they will, right. So it's actually three days. So that, uh, that seems... No, so they have a th- they have a three-day option. They expanded it a couple years ago to six days. Okay. And and so they have varying degrees. This this year was a unique experience. Okay. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people signed up because there's only one other... There's only two other um, timed... 10-day races right. um, annually in the world. There's one in in uh, United Kingdom, and the other one is in Queens, New York. Wow! And so in this in the city? Oh, just just in in the world. So, I that's so it. but but the actual one in Queens is in Queens, like in yeah. the borough of Queens. Wow. Yeah, and um, and it's every year. So wow. I mean, so the possibility of of one 
you know, being able to participate in a 10 day event was, is very rare. So I think that brought out a lot of the, uh, that's you know, a, crazy people a, like myself. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I want to get to the I want to get to the blind taste test. Um, but how has running, uh, you know, changed you over the past? So, two thousand, you said it started two thousand three. You've never been active except for your couple of few years running at uh, or uh, football at W. Football, yeah. And and you weren't active until two thousand and three. You said. Yeah. yeah. So for the past sixteen years. Yeah, it's, you've been. Uh, is a, a whole new Ted slash George. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it so, really, it, it definitely changed, you know, who I am. I mean, yeah. you know, w- the way I sort of perceive, like, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people who, including myself, you know, in that 10 day where I said, set this boundary, I can't accomplish more than, you know, two marathons and, you know, in two days. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's about expanding your boundaries. It's about, you know, uh, challenging yourself to, to to new heights yeah and and for me that's that's always a challenge i'm always looking for something i mean it's is it a michael wardian thing i mean yeah. he's, he's always doing something right, new right, right, right. to sort of try to you know challenge himself and, and and move beyond his you know next boundary and and so for me it was like sure i mean everybody i all my family and friends were like you're signing up for a tent a, a a 10 day right what right were right. you thinking and right. i was like and i was thinking that myself when i was actually doing it and thinking wow okay i'm gonna keep doing this and so you know when i said like i i took a a zero for the third day mm-hmm. and so every day that i was running that next marathon i was always one marathon behind you know when i i, I finished when i would have finished the entire series i would it would only have been nine out of ten Mm-hmm. That's just that's just not going to cut it for me. I wow. was there for the ten day, right? Nine out of ten sounds ninety percent. <laughs> in school, I would take seventy percent. So yeah. on the on the eighth day, I, the weather permitting, I actually ran two marathons in that one day. I ran fifty two miles uh, with an hour and a half of sleep in between. Wow, um, man! To catch up so that I could run the ninth day. Well, this is what happened because I was running so much in that the eighth day. Um, my feet had swollen so much that I couldn't fit my feet into any of my five pairs of running shoes that you've gotten from Pacers. Thank right? you. Yeah, and and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so the the only other uh, shoe option that I had was a pair of uh, boots that I had brought. Wow. No. And so, so on the ninth like, day, I ran my ninth marathon in my boots. Wow. Can you paint the picture there? Are they cowboy boots? <laughs> yeah. Are they work cowboy boots? boots? <laughs> Are they snow boots? Yeah. And they, so then by the tenth day, my feet had you know you know decreased in size. Right. I was able to put them put in the shoes back on. But Wait, but a, what kind of boots? Yeah, were that's they? a good question, Tess. What, what snow kind of, boots? Yeah. Moon boots? Um, they were boots I got at REI. Uh, um, they were like, like uh, Gore-Tex boots. boots. Okay. I I took them to Finland. They were like really okay. good for like uh, Finnish boots. So they're like, <laughs> so they are, they're, they're, you, you can hike in them. So they're not like cowboy boots. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they're more like snow yeah. boots. All right, gotcha. Dumb All right, Ted, uh, well, this has been awesome. We are going to do the, the, the blind taste test. So I'm going to have to, to take a quick break and grab uh, some more cups. Uh-huh. Uh, a blindfold, and we're going to put all five beers. Well, and, and, four. One of them might well, have been emptied. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. We're going to put four. Yeah, we're going to put four beers. And, and you're going to have to name each of what each of the beers are. And my guess is that he might. 
pick the Miller Lite and say that is that's one his of favorite. His fine really? Crafts. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So all right, we're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna rate him. We're gonna have him. Um, uh, we're gonna have him rate the beers. <laughs> okay. One great. To, one to four, and we'll see if the Miller Lite. Uh, all right. Comes hey. In comes in. I'm actually uh, I'm actually rooting for the Miller Lite. All right. All right. All right. So we take a quick break and we'll. Uh, I'm gonna video this as well. We we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with Ted Hobart right after this. All right, welcome back to the program. And now we have the beers lined up, guys. Um, so Ted is blindfolded. I've got a video going. We will tweet this out at Pace the Nation. So Ted, uh, you're going to start with your first beer. And what I want you to do is tell us what beer it is and then remember what rating you have for each beer. Okay. okay? All right, yep. so here he goes. He's going to start. Beer number one. Beer number one. Beer number one. And his eyes are closed underneath there as he is sipping beer number one. That was kind of a chug. <laughs> a well, gulp. he's got to get a good taste of it. Yeah. Mm. All right. So uh, you can tell us what you think it is, and then you can tell us your rating later. But you can tell us what you think that one is. That is the sour mm. ale. All right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let him know later. If Farley doesn't correct. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next beer. It's a, I can taste the Italian plum. All right. <laughs> so go ahead with the next uh uh, next beer we have all these for the listeners we have all these in dixie cups so uh ted uh he can't feel the 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 the, the, right. the, the, the can the or the bottle or the container yeah. Mm. yeah all right so the second beer has been tasted he had a nice gulp of that one uh what do you think that's definitely the the s'mores uh imperial stout from three notch okay all right I was wondering if you would think that one was the Miller Lite. All right, next one. <laughs> I mean, that one looked like freaking motor oil. I'm like, pretty sure he didn't. Yeah, right. All right, so the next It's still on my tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your palate isn't cleaned yet. All right, he's oh, on his wait, third. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, right, he'll think good. that yeah. this one is also the same <laughs> beer. Yeah, all right, so he's on his third one here. Um, tasty, tasty, tasty. Um, yeah, that uh, takes me back to college. <laughs> that takes me back to college years. Yeah, All uh, right, so <laughs> that one um, we used to drink so, like you know Arctic Bay and stuff like that. Oh know? man! <laughs> All right, so that one I guess he's gonna say is the fine pilsner. That is the fine pilsner. Yeah, yes. okay, the Miller Lite. Okay, and then finally <laughs> one more. Uh, we did have five beers for the mm-hmm. audience who's listening, but unfortunately the two host, of them are very similar. So I finished yeah. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That is the rainbow from right. Blue Jacket wow. Brewery. Yep. The yeah. guy nailed them all. I mean, nailed them, man. Huh? All right. So, uh, which rate, one's the best? Rate, rate them. Okay. So, um, a couple different styles. I would, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a true hophead. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the rainbow is definitely high up on there. But uh, because I was born in St. Patrick's Day, I really love stouts, wow. so I'm going to go with a three-notch. All right, three-notch, number one. Wow. Number two? Number two, um, I would say it's probably going to be the Rainbow. From, okay, uh, number two is the Rainbow from our friends over at Is he allowed Jacket? to take the blindfold off, or like, why uh, is he still blindfolded? <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. You can leave it on. As long as you're getting a good photograph of, of this, you know, you know uh, fashionable yeah. uh, oh, yeah, headband. Yeah, right all the look eyes are like, what the? <laughs> All right, and then third? Third, you know what? I'm going to go on a limb. I think it's uh, as much as uh, I might get flack from some of my uh, craft beer folks, uh, 
uh, you know, namely my meetup group, which is the yep. Washington Craft Beer Society. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the light beer. The, nice, uh, there we yeah, go. Number three, you know. There this guy's go. celebrating third yes, place. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm 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 learning about the you know ghosts and, and uh, sour ale, so um, it, it's it's tough for me to actually make a, a informed decision about you know how good this one is. All right, um, so that's, that one uh, comes in fourth. But that's all, fine. That's I fine with it. Tess. That means more sour ale for I her. Know. This yeah. is like the right, inverse ranking really for me. I think it's a really good sour ale. I think it's good. No. All right. Well, well done. Uh, it was the stout, the rainbow, the Miller Lite, and then the Inceto. Uh, all good beers, so we're not going to sully any of these beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that Miller... They all made the cut for <laughs> <Yeah>. the competition. <laughs> right, where, where's the Miller... Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, have some more Miller. Oh, uh, here we go. Let me yeah, finish yeah, it down, yeah. yeah? There we go. If you had handed him the stout, that would have been quite the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can take that off. Thank you, Ted. Uh, thank you for being such a good sport, Ted. Well yeah. done. Uh, that was that was fun. I think that worked. Um, I, uh, I worked for me because the Miller Lite... <laughs> Didn't come in last. So that was really I cool. know. Hey, yeah, you know? cool. All right. Thank. You. He's just trying to be a good. Uh, yeah, you have to like you know you have to you know appease to the uh, appease the the host. <laughs> I yeah. got you. That's what he's doing. All right. Finally, before we we, we let you go here, man, uh, you brought some of uh, your medals. Um, pretty cool stuff here. Yeah. So. so I got my I got my very first uh, belt buckle. Mm-hmm. It says two o two. It's a bis- It's it's from the three days at the fair. Okay. Um, but, uh, every, um, you know, increment of a hundred, they give out a belt buckle of this race. So very cool. So and they, they get larger and larger as, you know, the, the you know, number of miles you, you do. Yep. So, all right. Very um, cool. and then belt when buckles. you, when oh. you run, um, four marathons in a row, you get what is called a quadzilla coin. Oh, so that's not a belt buckle. Cause I know the right. belt buckles are, are definitely a, uh, Hot commodity. Yeah, well, they're 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 kind of yeah. a, a sign of. I do of, I do wish I had a belt uh, an buckle. accomplishment of high a uh, high accomplishment. Yes, yeah, so I mean I I could have gotten uh, ten of the uh, marathon coins. Mm-hmm. That's what the marathon coin looks like, um, but I opted to get the. Uh, Quadzilla coin because it's pretty cool. Very cool. cool. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to tweet out these, or I'm sorry, we're going to put these in our uh, Instagram story, so we'll. Uh, Get a picture of those and yeah. send those out as well. Can I tell uh, you about the next cool. races? Yeah, so yeah. next races. Okay, so I got that. 10 more marathons left. Yes. Um, I got a total of 12 you know, for my 100th yep. marathon. So um, I'm going to be at the uh, BB, uh, BB Farm 48-hour um, in Vermont mm-hmm. this uh, end of September. I'm running uh, four marathons in three days. Wow. Four marathons in three days. Wow. And then it's I'll be at the wow. Route 66 Marathon in Tulsa, Oklahoma in mm-hmm. November. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a single marathon, but they do a lot of... Why uh, waste your time? Just a single marathon? They Come do on. a lot of promotion. Because I, I, cool. I would always do the uh, Flying Monkey Marathon, which is in you know, the same time, the same weekend as yeah. Route 66. But um, they do a lot of promotions for both uh, 50 State and Marathon Maniacs. Um, so it'll be, it's a, it'll be a fun race. That's cool. And then lastly, um, it's the uh, Savage 7 series, but I'm only doing the Savage 5 because I, I could, couldn't get out of my obligations for Christmas. You actually have my family, family <laughs> obligations. You actually have to do other So I'm going to yeah. do five, five marathons. And the, the cool thing is I actually have an option of doing six 
if I want to. Yeah. If for some reason I can't do the the four marathons in three days in Vermont, I still have the option of, of running a six marathon uh, uh, in a row. Uh, wow. In uh, that's in very Florida. cool. So how many marathons total will be in 2019? Um, there will be a total of 22 marathons. Wow. That's awesome. Um, and then all of them in one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my the next. <laughs> my 99th. <laughs> my 99th marathon will be at the Groundhog uh, Marathon in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in uh, beginning of February. Love wow. snow running. I just love it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the Finland in my heart. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm finished. So. Yeah. Um, and then um, my 100th marathon will be uh, in June of 2020 at the Hatfield McCoy. It will be exactly 10 years since wow. the last time I ran that race. Very so, cool. So, yeah. All right. So that's a year from now. We'll have to get you on um, leading up or after that race. So we'll get you back and you'll yeah. tell us about your 100th marathon experience. That's or, cool. That is very, yeah, very I cool. Just want to put a can I yeah, do a yeah, little yeah, shout yeah, out yeah, for absolutely, okay. man. I just want to you know put a shout out for my uh, uh, you know my local uh, Irish pub O'Sullivan's oh, right in Clarendon. Okay, uh, you know it's it's been all about the Guinness for a lot of these races. I mean I have you know back bibs uh, you know would, would say fueled by Guinness. Uh, <laughs> so, so if you want to find Ted, are you, you're, you are on Facebook, right? So because I, I see a lot of action oh, yeah. on Facebook, yeah. so you can find him on Facebook. Um, and, and follow his, his, yeah. everything that he's doing or just go to the, that bar. And it sounds like you're, oh there. yeah, we're going to have a, you know, a hundredth marathon you know, party yeah. there. No I, I, I did the 50 state party there. So Very be cool. like, yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Well, dude, it was fun. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Thanks for being a good sport. The taste test. Thank you for voting Miller Lite the third best beer <laughs> I know amazing that was that was very cool a big moment for me the, cele- the celebration of our 200th show has already started obviously here we are we're celebrating Ted's uh, well Farley you're, you're yeah. welcome for me finishing yeah. off the rusty real yeah. fog you know, monster and I'll be back yeah. next month that yes. Miller Lite down a spot oh okay and, and I'll be back next month to buy more shoes there so. you go you're a good man so, you can yeah, find him yeah, in Pacers Pacers is yeah. good for shoes yeah. right you, you, you can find him in Pacers alright <laughs> that's Ted Hobart. Ted, thank you so much for yeah, joining Yeah, thank us. you very much. I really appreciate it. It was fun. There he goes. That's Ted Hobart, uh, marathoning maniac. He's on his way to 100 marathons. Uh, he joined us on Pace the Nation today. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program. And thanks again to Ted Hobart for joining us on today's program and thanks to ted for bringing all the fine craft beer and uh we, we just took pictures of all of us with our favorite beers oh is uh, that what, what yeah that that's was? what we that's what oh, we did okay. yes yeah so uh uh so we will send out all those on instagram facebook uh twitter all that stuff um and looking forward to interacting with our new group of listeners all this all these he called them beer heads so I'm looking forward to all the beer heads joining us on Pace the Nation. I think he called Well, they're not heads. still here. They left after Miller Lite didn't come in. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure they're, they're, they're hooked on the show at this point. They got it. <laughs> and they think you're nuts. That's <laughs> no, why they I listen. Am. All right. I got a couple of quick quick hitters that I want to get to. Okay. Um, can, I, can I interject real quick? Yes. I thought it was interesting in an edited show that you took us out and took us back yeah, on. And that could have just been a clean edit. <laughs> Like when you went to I go true. get the blindfold, it's like, yeah, it was not necessary to call point. us back That's in. True. I'm going to have to find theme music for yes. that transition. 
Yes, that's true. Maybe Flight of the Bumblebee. Uh, um, so, a <laughs> couple of quick hitters. Um, uh, Run Washington editor Charlie Ban. I've heard of him. Recently did a workout. Um, now, I, I got to give him credit as okay. we look at the Breaking Three poster here in uh, Studio 1A. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did my key workout. Uh, he and actually Kyle from Adidas, they both did. Kyle did one first, but then Charlie did my key long run with me before breaking three. Uh, and so I got to give him props. Uh, ended up running 252 that day. But he did a key workout with uh, previous guest, Josette Norris. He just did a workout with Josette uh, a couple days ago. And I think it might have been her best or one of her best workouts of the year that charlie paced her through well nice. mostly paced her through does does charlie like do quotes like simpsons quotes the whole time get her <laughs> mind off of the pain he 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 could but she wouldn't know they would fall on deaf oh, ears with her okay. i'm sure she wouldn't know but you got them when he did that on your key long run? yes i did okay. I, I no I, I they fell on deaf ears there too oh, okay. so i asked charlie what would be bigger uh what was bigger he said definitely breaking three I yeah that was but bigger. don't tell so, Gisette. so Gisette is on her way to uh is on her, her way to, to uh, a couple of races before uh, national. So we definitely want to follow her progress and to see if Charlie's workouts helped. So wanted to mention that. Also um, wanted to mention uh, a, a quick thing real quick here. Quick thing um, real quick, guys. A, a, uh, there, there was an incident at the, the Leadville race. There was a black bear. Oh, yeah. That ran across the uh leadville course um leadville is this ultra marathon i believe out in colorado somewhere um never heard of it and and there's this picture of and we'll tweet out the picture uh at pace the nation there's this picture of the bear and everybody kind of running on the course or standing walking watching they're all pretending to be rocks well the bear um was was running alongside a lot of the participants for a little for a little while. So the bear was banditing this race. Yes, and then <laughs> yeah. uh, people stopped, and then the bear just ran across the the path that they were running on. Um, so uh, bears are dangerous. I I, I googled it, <laughs> and these black these black bears can like maul people. Chris, like uh-huh. this is how I, long I have you been living in news. the state of Virginia, which has resident black bears? But, uh, but black bears That's are not true. as dangerous there, there as was, grizzly bears. No, is that a black bear though? It's a black bear. There was there was a black bear that went across Brian Knight's house the other day, I, and he lives in Virginia. So you're right; they they are okay. in Virginia. Uh, Brian Knight with another shout out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I've been living in Virginia all my life. I've never seen a black bear. You've I would never be seen scared to death of a black bear. And but they, what's your point? They're so dangerous. my point is, yeah. my point is, what my point is here, digression, actually, digression, digression, is it's really interesting that this happened. The fact that it was caught on film or caught in a picture makes it a story. I'm sure throughout the history of running or Leadville, People there's probably been bears black, black bears. Yeah. But now that everybody has their phone on them, it becomes a story. Like, were the or maybe. These things weren't happening beforehand. No, everything happened. Like for some reason, people need video evidence. Now it's like a thing. It becomes this viral thing when you yeah. see a picture. I mean, this is a not not my brain, but most human brains can't process words unless there's a picture attached to it. It didn't happen. Right. So I, I thought about that. I thought 
a couple of things I thought, um, wow, this wouldn't be a story if it didn't happen. And I wouldn't have brought it up had Doc's not brought up a, <laughs> a number of episodes back, probably 150 episodes back. Yeah. When you he's know, running a marathon, he thinks about being mauled by a black bear. Not, not think about, hoping. <laughs> hoping. Yeah. I mean, it, what bear. this bear was doing, this bear was looking for me. Right. That's maybe what, what it was. Too bad you're injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that was a, a few thoughts there that uh, this was supposed to be quick, but a few thoughts there. The, the black bear became a story because someone had their, their phone ready to take a picture. Mm-hmm. Do you think also maybe the bear was running along looking for a meal and it was like too stringy, too stringy, <laughs> too stringy? What kind of restaurant is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what those bears, I don't know what they're, they're looking for. In that is meal. my number one fear while trail running in is, the Shenandoah is a, yeah. is a black bear. I'm not like, not that I'm afraid of them, but my number one concern is an interaction. Uh, yeah, I agree. I am also stringy. So right. I'm not so particularly you may, may, concerned. Maybe you're not appetizing. But my biggest either. thing is I'm moving. If I'm trail running and I'm not paying attention, you can run up on one really easily mm-hmm. and kind of startle them. And they're not aggressive, but if they're spooked or scared, you know, you don't. They're a wild animal. Or if you get in between a mama bear and her cubs, yeah, that's yeah. it. I know. Then that you won't be in between me. them for very long. It scares me. Um, but no one was hurt in this. But there was a picture. We'll tweet it out at Pace Nation. All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, We've got a number of events coming up here uh, during the summer in the store. Uh, A number of events. Check them out at runpacers.com. And, of course, we've got the Crystal City Twilighter uh, coming up at the end of of July. It's a Saturday, so you can um, come out and... You know, have a beer afterwards. Maybe we'll even have uh, Ted out there with his beer stand if they'll uh, allow us to permit that. Uh, so Crystal City Twilight, sign up today. I mean, worst case scenario is you can go sign up for the beer mile. That's true. Beer mile coming up in, in August as well. Um, good point. Uh, you can drink fine beers. I think they've got Budweiser there this year for the, uh, but uh, maybe we'll have a couple other options as well. Ted's opened my eyes. all right finally uh big news uh from pace the nation here um our 200th episodes coming up um really excited about that um i don't even know what to expect Mm -hmm. but um it's gonna happen and um i've been told to carve out some time and um yeah that's that's all i've been really told yeah so do you have any more anything more that you can well, by the time people hear this, we will have already recorded it. Okay. Uh, any other spoilers? I'm I'm now concerned about the uh, maximum maximum occupancy of this of this room. Well, that, that and is a concern. that's never stopped us before. Yeah, that's true. We may we may have to think of maybe a couple different pieces. All right, all right. Well, we'll figure that out. Um, so excited about that, uh, but I did. That, s- that was as clarifying yeah. as your intro today. <laughs> so I, I did say finally, but I meant finally. Uh, the 200th episode is coming, and also uh, we have a big announcement. We did procure a Twitter handle for our scooter uh, shaming. Shaming, yeah, I think yeah. it's scooter shaming. Scooter is the shaming, yeah. Uh, the handle is what, Tess? Scooter Patrol DC. All right, Scooter Patrol DC. So if you see scooters being misused or misplaced or misparked, misparked, uh, tweet Scooter Patrol DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a thing. 
This is going to be a thing. Yeah, we need to shame people. That's the only way to for corrective action in now, this world. I, I'm not anti-scooter. I love the I'm fact. I'm anti-people. <laughs> I love the fact that you can get a scooter and you know go. What is it? Less than a mile is the, yeah. the average trip uh, down the street from um, uh, or up the street from courthouse uh, to to Clarendon. Uh, or you, you know, you can get a, I, I like the ride sharing options of the bike, the scooters, all that stuff. I've got no problem with it. But when you see scooters in the canal, that's a problem. That, that is a problem. So I that agree. is the type of picture we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, not to, not to promote and celebrate people throwing their scooters in the canal. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a scooter in the canal, but I have, you have. Yeah. Okay. So we're not promoting that, but we, uh, we want to, um, bring, uh, we want bring to bring attention, attention to, and yeah. bring light to all the yeah. problems with the scooters and correct those problems. Yes, right. And, so, and I give you permission to take people's pictures for this <laughs> shaming. Yes, um, but I'm not anti-scooter. I feel. Are you anti-scooter? No, with a big caveat. Yeah, anti-people. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. So you're anti them people. The scooters people aren't parking abusing. themselves across the sidewalk. No, yeah. and they're not driving the wrong way down the roads themselves. Right. Right. Yeah, you've told that, that story. user error. Yeah. So uh, we see probably tens of, of, of scooters go by our uh, studio every single day. Mm-hmm. So they're being used uh, a lot. Um, unfortunately, they're being parked. And it's about time we shame these riders. <laughs> <laughs> being parked in, inappropriately. So tweet us your pictures, uh, Scooter Patrol DC. Um, I've got a few pictures I'm going to add to that. Twitter uh, handle by the time this launches on Monday. Scooter Patrol DC. All right, great show, guys. I'm really hoping we get the Easter egg from the WTOP. WTOP. So uh, hopefully that's uh, going to follow this outro of the program. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Big thanks to Ted Hobart. Thanks to Charlie Band for hooking us up with Ted Hobart, but big thanks to Ted Hobart for joining the program today and bringing his beer stand to the studio. Enjoyed that uh, taste test and tasting that we had. All right, 199 down. One to go. One to go. Is it, I mean, is this going to be it? Yeah. This be, the end this, of the line. Is this it? 200 episodes. Can you believe 200 episodes? 199 down. Uh, 200 and... I don't know. Hopefully that's not the end, but episode 200 next week. All right. For Test Strike, for Weemy Docs, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We will see you next week.
Surprise, we didn't get the WTOP. <laughs> You're just recording every contingency? Yes. <laughs> Surprise, sorry. That's good. Are you recording every contingency or just the only uh, likely scenario? I think this is an either or in which it's uh, the odds are not in our favor. Yeah. Uh, surprise. We got the WTOP audio, but they wouldn't let us use it because of rights. You got to fight for anymore. your rights. To party? Yeah. Oh, it's a different thing. Farley, finish that double IPA. Oh, God, no. <laughs> put, it that, put it away. Put it away. <laughs> we did secure... Procured. We poke. Po- po- procured. You can we, start over. It's fine. We poke. Procured. Procured. <laughs> I could have opt, you know, opted for, uh, you know, 10 um, marathon coins. That's what the marathon coin looks like. But they all look the same. Yeah. And so. Um, so you you like trade in your miles. This is this is like going to time out at the mall. The, like an arcade, like a Chuck, or e. Chuck Cheese. E. Cheese. Yeah, you're trading in your miles for stuff at the. Yeah, they they give out <laughs> stuff, and, and they gave out a lot of uh, incentive uh, awards and stuff like that. 